The Tower of the Elephant opening. Torches flared murkily on the revels in the mall, where the thieves of the East held carnival by night. In the mall they could carouse and roar as they liked, for honest people shunned the quarters, and watchmen, well paid with stained coins, did not interfere with their sport. Along the crooked, unpaved streets with their heaps of refuse and sloppy puddles, drunken roisterers staggered, roaring. Steel glinted in the shadows where wolf preyed on wolf, and from the darkness rose the shrill laughter of women and the sounds of scufflings and strugglings. Torchlight licked luridly from broken windows and wide-thrown doors, and out of those doors stale smells of wine and rank sweaty bodies. Clamor of drinking jacks and fists hammered on rough tables. Snatches of obscene songs rushed like a blow in the face. In one of these dens, merriment thundered to the low smoke-stained roof where rascals gathered in every stage of rags and tatters. Furtive cut purses, leering kidnappers, quick-fingered thieves, swaggering bravos with their wenches, strident-voiced women clad in tawdry finery. Native rogues were the dominant element, dark-skinned, dark-eyed Zamorians, with daggers at their girdles and guile in their hearts. But there were wolves of half a dozen outland nations there as well. There was a giant Hyperbian renegade, taciturn, dangerous, with a broadsword strapped to his great gaunt frame, for men wore steel openly in the mall. There was a Shemitish counterfeiter with his hooked nose and curled blue black beard. There was a bold-eyed Brythunian wench sitting on the knee of a tawny-haired gunderman, a wandering mercenary soldier, a deserter from some defeated army. And the fat gross rogue whose body jests were causing all the shouts of mirth was a professional kidnapper come up from distant Koth to teach women stealing to Zamorians who were born with more knowledge of the art than he could ever attain. This man halted in his description of an intended victim's charms and thrust his muzzle into a huge tankard of frothing ale. Then blowing the foam from his fat lips, he said, By Bell, God of all thieves, I'll show them how to steal wenches. I'll have her over the Zamorian border before dawn, and there'll be a caravan waiting to receive her. Three hundred pieces of silver, a count of Ophir promised me for a sleek young Brithunian of the better class. It took me weeks, wandering among the border cities as a beggar, to find one I knew would suit. And is she a pretty baggage? He blew a slobbery kiss in the air. I know lords in Shem who would trade the secret of the Elephant Tower for her, he said, returning to his ale. Hello there. You are listening to the Drunken Pen Writing Podcast. Today is part two of our Kun Mother. One of them days. Coming. Today <laughs> is part two of our bookcast, The Coming of Conan the Sumerian. Ooh, yeah. Gonna be talking about Conan the motherfucking barbarian, the Sumerian. You wanna read it? Better go meet up with your librarian. Yeah, yeah. Conan. Also, I was looking up pictures of Call the Conqueror. Looks just like Conan, exactly. Yeah. Because there's comics where they fight each other. Yeah. And how the fuck would you tell the difference? (laughs) They gave one a different hairstyle, at least. Oh, see, I figured, like, Cole was, like, blonde or something just to make it. No, he's literally. Like, if you look at the pictures, exact same guy. Oh, yeah? Black hair, long, everything. Maybe they're, like, separated brothers or something. I didn't read it, so I don't know. Maybe that'll be for another book cast in the future. 
Oh, boy. Oh, well, I guess I should do the introductions. Mm. I am Jam Master Funk Flex. I'm just combining a bunch of DJs. I am your host, Caleb James. With me, as always, Spencer, the Nemedian Necromancer Church. Mm, yeah. I actually wrote down a name for you today because I came up with it earlier. Yeah. And as I was looking, there was only one other name on my list. And it's not really a name. I don't know what it means. So, tell me if this stands out. I don't know if I wrote this in a fever dream, because I don't remember writing it at all. But tell me if this uh, means something to you. Blood and poop. <laughs> That's all I got. See? The Nomedian Necromancer? Blood and poop. <laughs> so, not even how I go about writing those no, things. Yeah. Ever. So, I don't <laughs> Maybe I'm just... <laughs> had a dream and this will be a great story didn't have a city in there or nothing no <laughs> that might have been that might have been like a, a one, you know like a Seinfeld moment in my sleep I think oh, it's some kind yeah. of hilarious witty wonderful bit of merriment and as I come to not so much the awakened world it's gutter talk not even gutter talk below the gutter the stinking sewers which we might get to today all right, we had to read two stories for this week. We read something about an elephant, man. Oh, no. Oh, no, I dropped Groot. That's not good. Mindy will be very mad, dude. No, she wouldn't. If she did, she would fucking uh, realize I was using her Groot thing as a bookmark. <laughs> for this week, we had to read The Tower of the Elephant and The Scarlet Citadel. Oh, man, was I excited. I've... I enjoyed thoroughly both of these stories. Yeah, and I um, whenever I was um looking things up about Conan and Robert E. Howard and stuff like that, uh, one of the stories that I always saw pop up was the Tower of Elephants. Like that one was always kind of referenced and stuff, like of uh, you know what people liked, you know the most and stuff right. like that. So I was kind of I was pretty excited to you know finally checking that one out. Yep, it was a quality one. Uh. Let me see if I can find a quick synopsis to tell the people about the Tower of the Elephant. Uh, fuck you, Wikipedia. Suck my ball sack. Ooh, baby, I yeah. want you to lick and suck on my balls. Here we go. Plot summary for Tower of the Elephant. Conan decides to steal a priceless gem from the Tower of the Elephant, encountering a rival thief, a giant spider, and an alien creature in the process. This was a cool story. As you uh, heard from the introduction, that's where the story starts off at a seedy bar and is it not the seediest everyone has swords we're we'll talk about this a bit later but most of the gentlemen in that establishment were of the darker skin apparently which is a theme we have seemed to hit head on into the next story but uh conan himself is also he's tan yeah but yeah he's not a dark-skinned man he's a tan man i'm just saying he's not like white but that doesn't make sense because he comes from the North North. Like, way up Viking North. Well, maybe their North is different. I'm sorry, but on these pictures, he looks at most Middle Eastern, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think he just got a bitch and tan, personally. <laughs> well, this story starts off in the seedy pub, and Conan, a thief at the time, he finds out about the Tower of the Elephant in a special gem which like wields all kinds of crazy powers and uh the man who told him that there's a little bit of fisticuffs that ends up happening which i enjoyed it but really conan just fucks that guy up and every like everybody well no like a lot of people run out but yeah he, it's a it's a good old fashioned slobber knocker 
if you count your slobber knockers to be stabbings, yeah, he murders that man. Uh, that guy well, was a sex trafficker, yeah. though, so fuck him. So, real quick, I think so far, like, my favorite Conan is, like, Thief Conan. Thief and Conan's a good Conan. He's... Apache helicopter. Mm. Oh, no. Mm. What am it's Charlie. It's oh. Charlie. I can't believe it. Uh, what the fuck is that thing landing on? Is that my house? Yeah, your roof. Any day now. Uh, we need a new studio, dude. <laughs> we need a lot of new things. Yeah. New mics, new studio. So old Conan, after uh, thrashing the the bar patrons, he has the information he wants, and he is gonna climb the tower of the elephant to steal the gem. That's his plan, anyway. Yeah. This is a uh, not your ordinary tower. Not your ordinary compound, rather, because yeah. there's like a wall and a garden and, you know, being Conan, he could just climb up straight marble Yeah, he's and stuff. really good at climbing things. Yeah, that's a little strange, too, because from the north, how many fucking trees are there? Anyway, he uh, gets in this garden, and to his surprise, the stories he heard were true. There are no guards, really. There's one guard who's murdered already. Yeah. And he's like, well, what the fuck? Why is this guy dead? He does a little investigation, immediately finds another thief. Which I, the descriptions of this guy kind of boggled my mind because he was a fat guy, right? But he was super acrobatic almost. I was thinking kind of like, um, the Iron Sheik. Just sturdy. Yeah, like, because he, Iron Sheik was always kind of top heavy. Like, he was kind of all in the stomach and, like, little legs. Yeah. So, like, something like that with, like, a very racist, like, racist, like, like, uh, Aladdin haircut and mustache. Like, you know what I mean? Right, right. If you mix those two together and, like, jumping around, that's, that's what I kind of had in my head. What was that guy's name again? Oh, um, something I couldn't probably pronounce. I guess I could just look over the synopsis again. Yeah, because that guy was kind of pivotal for a moment. Yeah, I kind of... I, I liked him, too. Uh, he was a smart fella, unlike yeah. Conan, who just goes by instinct. This guy was... He was uh, intelligent. And he was the most intelligent thief yeah, he's like who's the, ever thieved. He's like a, a legend. Yeah. Like, Conan knew him by name, whatever he said who he was. Mm-hmm. Here we go. We could just go with this. In the dangerous and dirty mall, Thieves District. So that's where the bar was, mm-hmm. the Thieves District in uh, Zamora. That's where Conan picked up the information he needed from one of them filthy Cothians, which we'll meet later on in the next story. The The person who ha- who lives in this tower is Yara, the sorcerer. Yeah. There's a lot of sorcerers, which sword and sorcery, I guess, but there's a lot more wizards and shit than I uh, anticipated before we got into this, which I don't know why I thought there'd be less sorcerers. I thought it'd be more just fighting. It's kind of like an adult, like, He-Man. Right. Yeah, pretty much. But, oh, I don't know how I forgot this guy's name. He, because uh, he's taken off of your city. Uh, he is Nor- uh, Taurus the Zemedian. Nemedia, he's from Nemedia. So. Yeah, so he had the gentlemen sizing each other up, and the guy introduces himself as Taurus of Nemedia. He's the Prince of Thieves, and he's stolen a lot of cool shit that yeah. he uses in the story. Chiefly, the reason why there wasn't uh, a set of guards that had patrolled the garden because they use lions. Yeah. And they stumble upon these lions in the dark, and there's like five or six of them, and they're shitting their pants. Well, loincloths. Yeah. At least Conan is. I don't know what the other guy was probably dressed normal. And nobody seemed to be bothered by this naked barbarian. They point out that he's clearly a barbarian, yeah. but they don't seem perturbed, like, perturbed by it. But anyway, 
Conan's thinking he's going to fight a bunch of lions, which I was kind of looking forward to. But then the dude just blows some dust. Taurus, he blows some dust he had on hand and uh, just killed all the lions. Which was cool. I described uh, Howard described that too because like, hey, don't breathe that in. It's death. Yeah. I like that every like powder and liquid and everything's just death. death. Yeah. Um, I did find so except ale. Ale. Yeah, that's not death. But I found a lot of um, things are kind of repetitive, and not just this story, but the next one too. Like in this story, there's a lot of dudes with bubbling fat lips. Oh yeah. Like that's a like he uses a lot of phrases over and over, so that's kind of popping out at me now. Well, even even with like describing Conan, yeah, each you know blazing blue eyes, blue black hair. Which again, you have to remember in a pulp magazines, these are pretty much one-off stories. Yeah. So if some kid just picks up the story, you want the kind of the same description. Yeah. But when it came to like the bubbling lips, like you could change it up a little. Um, yeah, but everybody has fat blubbering or bubbling, one of the two. And then uh, so Conan and this gentleman just climb up this giant like the tower. Is smooth. It's like polished, yeah. right? And it has gems and shit well, on it. Well, somehow he had a rope. Remember? He had like a Gatling rope thing he threw up there and it hooked onto something and it was turned out to be a gem. But they managed to climb relatively easy. And then when they got into the tower, this is where it got pretty neato skeeto in my book. Uh, the Taurus, who shows his thieving self a little bit, I don't know if he caught the hint where he's like, hey, Conan, could you maybe go back and climb yeah. up on top of the tower and look down and make sure no, uh, you know, nobody saw us or anything? And Conan's thinking, I know nobody saw us, but I'm a trusting barbarian, yeah. so I'll do it, but I'm going to keep my eye on you. Yeah. So there's clearly going to be a double cross, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He just wanted to have Conan there just as backup if uh, yeah. you know, something would, would go down. Because they, they, they said they were going to split yeah. the gem or some shit. Like, they're, they're, they teamed up. But poor old Taurus didn't have a chance. Did not have a chance to portray old Conan because he got fucking murked yeah. real quick. He walks into this room. And he just all of a sudden is falling backwards, holding his throat, and he's bubbling, and more bubbling lips, and he's he's dying, he's dead. Going and sees, oh, that guy got killed, and there was like puncture wounds. Yeah. Enter the big spider. Yeah, I like Conan fighting Big Spider. Yeah. That's fuck. I mean, come on, that's great. The way Howard describes the monster specifically is wonderful, but the spider was awesome. And which is another theme, the venom, the death oh yeah drips from the monster on i think in this case it was his shoulder and uh it burned conan's skin and the next story it's a serpent and it's it burned his thigh yeah but that one left a scar this one yeah. it didn't say anything about a scar but uh this is a a mighty mighty spider anybody fucking you know he's conan so he kills the spider in a rousing battle and uh ooh, he throws a chest or something at it doesn't he like a yeah. big thing of jewels and it crunches it like he didn't just murder the spider and because the it, spider starts wrapping him in web. Yeah. Well, it, it 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 keeps on going around, and he's jumping and leaping, and like, but he has to. He can't trying, use a sword because it'll get stuck. Yeah, and he, as he's trying to fight it, he still has to like you know make sure he's not stepping in it because it's falling all over the floor and super stuff like sticky. That. And it's uh, each string is the size of a rope. Yeah. And like, if I remember correctly, he just eventually just got really pissed, right? That's and how the, most of these stories and, go. And throw and throws and throws the chest at it. It's like an eight hundred pound thing of jewel, like a box or chest of jewels, and it just crushes the spider. I like the description whenever like the green, like you were talking about, like the green like pus was coming out of it. Yeah, that was every time he murders one of these monsters. There's always uh, 
a description of the grossness. Hold on, let me see. No, I got that. Also, by the way, that introduction of that fucking dirty sex trafficker, I just the main thing I liked about that was the description of that guy. Like he was just a revolting yeah. human. This part was during the the possible double cross oh, okay. when he uh, he uh, Taurus told him to climb back up the thing to make you know be a lookout real quick or something. Well, this is this was just a line that I absolutely love. It's probably my favorite Conan line because I've heard this before I ever read any Conan. Yeah. So we go to uh, the Sumerian glared about, embarrassed at the roar of mocking laughter that greeted this remark. He saw no particular humor in it and was too new to civilization to understand its discourtesies. Civilized men are more discourteous than savages because they know they can be impolite without having their skulls split as a general thing. I fucking love that. He's just saying, and you know, as a barbarian... You talk out of turn, you're getting your wig split. Well, yeah, well, you at least somebody's gonna try to do it. And yeah, you're gonna be able to take you, but be be, be be able to back yourself up. Yeah, and civilized society. We we talked about this in the last episode, yeah. actually. Civilized society, you can't just split somebody's yeah. wig. You can't um, just bust somebody up when you have a disagreement. Yeah, you know, somebody cuts you off in traffic and gets out and starts flipping the bird. You can't just go murder them. <laughs> but if you're a barbarian, and you can back it up. But see, that's when guns fucked everything up. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, that was just one of my personal favorite lines. But then he, he murders the spider, and then that's when he goes into like isn't another there, chamber. Isn't there another line somewhere? Oh, that's when they're in the garden. Yeah, I forgot. Before they climbed up, that another lion popped out of nowhere. One that it was either one that just didn't die or one that wasn't there when he the guy powdered him. Yeah. And then uh, Conan just fucking blank, he just murders it. He killed the lion. After he killed a spider, that's where he just goes to the main chamber with the elephant guy, yeah. right? Yeah. He goes into the main chamber, and what was that feller's name? He was like a, an H.P. Lovecraft ancient one. I, yeah, he was an alien. Yeah, I, uh, I really like this character. and His maybe, description was cool. And maybe one of my favorite pictures yeah, so was, far. Yeah, the, the, the illustration of it is... Uh, a man with like bent legs and a giant elephant head. Yeah, like I was almost thinking about like I might have to get this as a, like a commission. Like, see if I can find anybody who read Conan and be like, "You remember the elephant guy? I need that." Yeah, just take notebook. a picture on your phone to show them. Because especially too with odd people's odd styles, that could be like done in so many cool different ways. Right. And I like how he describes all the, like, rooms, too, because you have, like, you know, the ivory door, and there's always, a, like, amazing thing when he goes into a place. Yeah, and this is one of the full-page pictures. It's- oh, it's so cool. Because the guy, he's, like, on a big altar. He has giant tusks, and it's blind, the elephant thing, so yeah. its eyes are glossed over. I mean, it's white in the picture, but I think it was like, they're, like, gold or something. Yeah, yeah and, j- like, just the whole thing is fucking cool, and it's shackled to the, it's, like, big throne. But Conan thinks this is Yara at first, and then but it's not. Or no, the thing thinks he's Yara because it's blind. You gotta love the shot of Conan there. His fucking nice ass. That's that'd be mad uncomfortable climbing shit with that. Oh, it's super comfortable. It was super, yeah. I mean, but it was chilly out. <laughs> Other than the, the fresh giant's daughter, there have been no place cold. Mm. But he, when he Conan enters and meets this giant elephant creature... Something he's horrified by. He's never yeah. seen anything like this. Uh, the thing's crying, and it's just... It's in bad shape. The cool thing about this, though, is when Conan first walks into it, he thinks it's just the elephant idol. 
Yeah. He didn't realize it was like a living thing at first. And then when it aroused, you know, it roused, that's when he was all fucked up. Like, oh, this is horrible. (laughs) What the hell did I just walk into? But this thing's name is Yag Kosha. And it's an ancient space traveler who was visited for thousands of years until he was the last of his kind and was imprisoned 300 years ago by the scheming Yara, goddamn sorcerer. And the uh, way this fun story ends is Conan has to cut this thing's heart out. Yeah. The, the thing tells him, because he, he grabs the elephant gem. The thing can't see, but it directs him. So Conan gets the elephant gem, which is just like a crystal ball looking thing. Yeah. And then the it tells Conan to cut its heart out and squeeze the heart onto the, the orb, the crystal thing. So Conan does these told. And when he cuts the heart out, he even, he's like, I hope this is the heart because yeah. it's no heart he ever seen. And he, uh, I forget what it is, but he, he has to say a certain thing to the guy... Who yeah, there's a, him. he has to say the thing's name, and yeah, there's a phrase, and then he, uh, but he squeezes the heart onto the orb, and the ball just, like, sucks up all the blood, Man. which is really cool, and then he goes into the other, is it another chamber he goes into, where Yara was sleeping, I believe, it was, it, or, like, meditating, or, I don't know, he was in some kind of, he was in his own chamber doing some goddamn shit, and he was very pissed off when, mm. uh, old Conan comes barging in, who the fuck are you, guy? But here's where it's cool. Conan, he does his little saying and stuff, and then I forget if he puts the thing on the table or something, but like the sorcerer starts shrinking. Yeah. And he shrinks and he shrinks and like does he end up getting sucked into the I think into the, the crystal or the gem. Yeah, or that's he's trying to escape and he keeps getting drawn to the gem and then he's he's shrinking and shrinking and then finally he gets sucked into there and uh I think the Yog Kasha, the big elephant thing, is waiting for him. So he probably fucks him up. It doesn't really go into that part. But uh, the elephant thing tells Conan that he will, He has to, as soon as that's done, he has to get the fuck out of yeah, Dodge. Yeah, and he's like, yo, they'll be, just follow the yeah, way, they'll be away. You'll be good. And Conan, he does it, he's told, and he goes through, and all the soldiers are, like, dead. And uh, he gets the fuck out of there. And it was a... Uh, Doesn't the tower end up collapsing? Yeah. It uh, collapses, and... Uh, Conan it ends with him standing kind of in the distant watching, and he's like contemplating what his next movie is. He's like, well, that, that didn't work out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the only real casualty of that story was uh, poor Taurus the thief, which he's a thief, so. And the guard. Yeah, who fucking cares oh, about the guards? They're working oh, for a sorcerer. Well, they're bad guys. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, the old store trooper, like, you know, you need a job. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> working for a sorcerer. I wouldn't want to do that. Seems like that'd be a way to get killed quickly. But all in all, I I, I really enjoyed this I story. I gave that story a solid five. I really yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah. It, it was definitely one of my top Conan stories. Though I really liked the next one, the Scarlet Citadel as well. Um, mainly because it has a dungeon. Yeah. I actually wish there was more dungeons. <laughs> like, that was what I was really interested in. Um, the beginning, meh, yeah. the end, meh. But the middle, middle part, yeah. Yeah. That I would give this story a solid 3.5 or 4. It would have been higher if there was, uh, you know, a little more dungeon. Mm. Dungeon was fucking cool. We got method. Dungeon. Since this loads up, we can uh, get on with this. Mm. 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 I know you got to go to an orgy after this. Oh, yeah. One of those buffet orgies. Mm-hmm. Yum, yums. That was a nice kind because everybody's ugly. You just going <laughs> to eat chicken and leave. Ooh, so the Scarlet Citadel. 
Trapped in the dungeons beneath an evil wizard's scarlet stronghold, Conan must confront a slew of new challenges and foes as he fights to free himself and reclaim the throne of Aquilinia, Aquilonia, featuring yes. yeah, Aquilonia, featuring duplicitous. <laughs> Never heard that word. Featuring duplicitous betrayers. I feel like you have to say it funny. Duplicitous, like indubitably. You got to say it with a weird. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not drinking today, so that's that's, that's the problem. Problematic. You need if you were drunk, you'd be nailing all these words. Nailing it, or at least I would have that faux confidence yeah. of a drunkard. <laughs> at least I think I was nailing it, and I would just continue while I fuck up. Featuring ubiquitous betrayers, sparring sorcerers, and all of the brutal excitement you've come to expect from the rampaging Sumerian, this trade paperback collects. And that goes into that. Um, yeah, but this story starts off with Conan has like a meeting with some. Some kings, like, some like, other lands, like, like the neighboring, yeah, like, the, uh, king kingdoms, yeah, whatever you want to phrase that. Towns. There, there's like the fuck's that guy's name? Strong Boner. <laughs> no, that ain't it. Uh, there's betrayal though. I'll tell you that. So Conan, he has apparently a meeting of sorts that he's supposed to go to, and he brings his army. I, don't, I forget, but Conan's army is decimated on the plains of Shamu, having answered a plea for help from his ally. Amor- Almoris of Ophir. Almoris treachery joined with Strobonus of Koth and the wizard Sothalanti to overwhelm Conan's forces and capture him. So it was like these two kings and he was supposed to help one and then they teamed up and they got this fucking evil wizard and they destroy Conan's whole army and again he's the only one alive. Yeah. And that the, the fucking sorcerer he... He goes up to Conan, which was a really cool scene. Conan's just fighting off everybody by himself. And everybody's like, hey, we need to shoot arrows at that dude. Just kill mm-hmm. that dude. He's killing all our best swordsmen. And then he goes on to like, we train these guys for seven years straight. Yeah. And now they're just murdering them. And uh, let's shoot arrows. But the wizard's like, I got this. Don't worry. Wizard's good. Sorcerer bad. <laughs> Sorcerer. I got this. Don't fucking worry about it. And what, no, man. That ain't cool. He's going to fucking kill you. No, no, no. Sorcerer goes up to him. Conan's holding the sword over the head. He strikes down with a mighty blow. And the sorcerer just touches Conan. And Conan goes down like a sack of shit. He is out. What happened to Conan? The sorcerer puts his hands together. He shows his little ring that he had on his finger. Little spikes come out. Little things or something. And they got poison. Not death this time. No, just paralysis. Yeah. And then they bring Conan back and they're victorious celebration. But they're not because the whole town sees that there's like barely an army coming. These guys, uh, they don't know if they won or lost because so many fucking people were murdered by Conan. <laughs> and Conan, he is in uh, like a cart tied up and he's paralyzed, but he can see and hear everything. And he's just growing more angry. Surprise. He's just very furious. Mm-hmm. And then he uh, finally gets so furious, he starts laughing, which scares the shit out of everybody. They're like, oh, no, we made this guy mad. But they make him an offer of if he gives up Aquilonia gives up being king and gives it to one of the other guys or something. He signs a paper. He gets all these riches in his own fucking kingdom or not like kingdom. His house, but yeah. Like his land or whatever. Yeah, he could just go fuck off and be happy. But Conan's like, oh, well, not be a betrayer. I shall not do such things. And they're like, all right, well, dungeon you go. So they take him to the Scarlet Citadel and they, which is really cool how they describe the dungeon, which is guarded by, hey, don't do that. Which is guarded by a eunuch. And the eunuch is like another fat, gross, disgusting dude. And uh, they put Conan in the dungeon, lock him up. They like tie him like to this dark wall. Everything's dark and there's no lights. Stop doing that. Quit it. And then uh, 
Conan's chained up to, and the chains are so heavy they would break any normal man. But you know, Conan's he's not able normal. To li- he's able to move around with them. Yeah, but he he cannot break them. So he's stuck. And then all of a sudden, there's a slippery snake. <laughs> slippery snake. And this thing has its head's the size of a horse's head. <laughs> That's so weird. It's so slippery, though. Slimy and gross. And this thing's got fangs a foot long. And it's sniffing Conan. He is not moving. He's like, I'm going to be a statue, and this thing will leave me alone. And one of its drippy drips from its fang lands on his leg and burns through his skin and his thigh. And he's just sitting there gritting his teeth and burying it because he can't move or it'll eat him. And then uh, slimes off away, you know, slippery snake, it goes away. And uh, Conan, it says that, that leaves a scar forever. But Conan's like, well, what am I going to do? Because this thing is going to fucking eat me. And he starts actually regretting his decision not to take the offer. Yeah. And he has a, a little monologue in his head where I should have took the offer. And then he thinks, you know what, fuck it, I still want to take it. And even if I knew this was going to be the outcome. And then in comes the racism. <sighs> this one was bad. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. You know what? Let me just find the page so it's not my word saying this. <laughs> I don't want to. I mean, it wasn't like overtly racist in the way that it could have been, I guess. But it, it wasn't good. Like no. the, Just the description. Because um, at first, like a man enters the... Uh, how does he get past the fucking eunuch? He gets the he key steals the key. Yeah, yeah, he stole the key somehow. This gentleman, and he comes in. He's very tall and dark. Mm, dark. And at first, I'm just like, okay, like, because the way things are described, you just think, okay, is he a bad guy? You don't really. It's not described just yet. Um, you know what? I do remember some of the phrasing. And he goes up, and he's really excited. And he's got a big sword and the keys, and he tells Conan in his native language, not Conan's language. This guy, which is like described as some kind of African country. Yeah. And, uh, but Conan's been to that country so he can speak it roughly. And the guy's, you know, hey, what will you give me if I let you loose? And Conan's like, oh, I'll give you, as the king of whatever, he'll give him a certain amount of money in the house or some shit. And the guy's like, no, that's not good enough. What will you give me? And he keep, they do this until Conan gets super pissed because this guy just wants fucking everything. Like, you know, <laughs> his body weight and gold and... Well, that's so it's... It seems like the guy's not all there. Maybe, but here's where we, uh, here's the thing. Conan, when he was in that country, killed that guy's brother. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah. He killed the gentleman's brother, and this guy was not happy about it, and he, uh, he had a great line, too. Something along the lines of, uh, I have to look it up, because it was a fucking cool line. A fucking group thing. It's in a track. First track. See, if you had some cool metal bookmarks... I do. I have, like, five of them. Why well, do you use up. any of them? I am using them on other books. I read more than one book at a time sometimes. I just don't get back to it for a while. Oh, the, the here's where we go before I get more into that cool line. Here's where the descriptions already start off. as like, okay, at least in a 2020 lens. Well, everything in a 2020 lens... Mm. You know, as the man was entering the the chamber, which is a very dark chamber, there's barely like no light. But he Conan sees something because it goes through a long description of his eyes trying to adjust and everything's dark and stuff. So as it moved into the light of the torch over Conan's head, the king saw that it was a gigantic black man, <laughs> stark naked, bearing in one hand a huge sword and in the other a bunch of keys. 
Okay, that's, I mean, giant black man, you know, for the time, okay, you'll take it. But then it immediately goes into, the black spoke <laughs> in a seacoast dialect, and Conan replied, so, now we're just referring to this guy as the black. <laughs> that's where it already goes squirrel. I'm like, oh, goodness gracious. So, the old timey racism, it's, it's weaseling its way in. Who I said, I wonder if uh, Paulie Cooley ever read this story. <laughs> I don't know. Is that where you got the <laughs> the idea? <laughs> I hope not. Um, and this this uh, gentleman calls Conan Amra, which is the name for a lion in his dialect, and uh, the 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 gentleman is a Kushite. That's the uh, his tribe or country or whatever they are. But uh, like I said, Conan kills the the feller's brother in the past, and he wants revenge. But you don't know that right away. They go into some descriptions and stuff. But here's the cool thing: after they're they're haggling here, um, he you know he's dangling the keys and shit. And, you know what will you give me, Conan? Fifteen thousand lunas in a palace in Poitain offered the king. The black yelled and stamped in a frenzy of barbaric gratification. More, he cried. Offer me more. What will you give me? You black dog! <laughs> a red mist of fury swept across Conan's eyes. Were I free, I'd give you a broken back. Which is awesome. So Conan ends up saying, Free me and I'll pay you your weight in gold pieces. The red eye glittered. The white teeth flashed wolfishly in the torchlight. Hey, you white dogs. So you got a little, I like that. I didn't even call them the white dogs. That was good. You are like all your race. But to a black man, gold can never pay for blood. The price I ask you is your head. That's the line I liked. And then they also described the, the black man's head as wooly. And uh, it's a good introduction into probably what we'll be reading later, I'm yeah. sure. Anyway, uh, Conan, the, 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 the black man goes to kill Conan with the sword and... As a fool would do, he's taking his goddamn time, and he puts the sword over his head and being all dramatic for nobody, because nobody's watching but Conan. And then the slithery snake comes and bites him. Sneaky, sneaky snake. Just, hus, I got you, motherfucker. Hus. And uh, he fucks that dude up, too. He's, like, he's just sitting there just beating the shit out of him. Yeah. I don't know what that snake did. He drags him off, and he's just all lumpy and blubbery and gross. Like, he's just a heap. This is where it made me roll my eyes. Wouldn't you know it, the black man happened to drop the keys and the sword right at Conan's feet. Yeah. Right at his feet. And he was able to scoop him up with his his toes, and he fucking undoes the keys, or the, uh, the locks with the keys, and picks up the sword. And he makes his way to the door, and because earlier it described there's a bolt on the outside, he, he can't get out. He's fucked. Yeah. And then the eunuch comes into play, and he's like, hey, hey you can get out. And Conan... Because I guess there's bars or something. Couldn't just fucking stab yeah. that dude. So, what an idiot. You see the dude with the big sword. Like, don't fucking yeah. taunt him. Like, step back. Yeah, at least dude from afar. <laughs> yeah, like, what are you doing, guy? So, the unit gets cut, rightfully so. And there's no way out, so Conan has to go through the chambers of the dungeon. This was what I liked, the dungeon. He goes through these corridors, and he has his, uh, his torch. And then, as he's going through... He keeps getting distracted like a goddamn idiot. Yeah. He hears a, a like what sounds like a woman laughing or something. I was like, that's probably something I should investigate in these dark, awful chambers. Instead of getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm going to go investigate the, the, the laughing woman. So he goes and does that, and he stumbles upon what is like an octopus monster of sorts. This is 
It's like an alien octopus thing or maybe something the fucking sorcerer conjured up. It's gross, whatever it is, and it's like all of a sudden makes makes awful noises and starts just slopping after Conan. And he's like, ah, oh, fucking, he, he's running, he's running, and uh, he manages to get away. The thing decides to just stop chasing him for some reason, which it uh, comes to be that in the main corridor, the monsters or whatever's in this fucking thing don't go there because the snake, the big yeah. snake. They're like, ah, I don't want to fuck with that thing because that's how badass this fucking eighty foot snake is, slithering and sneaky. And then uh, Conan, that's, I don't forget, how does he do this? He drops his torch. He tripped over a body or something. He tripped over something, and his torch goes out. And this part I thought was a little stupid. is because instead of picking up the torch and trying to relight it or something, like, cause he doesn't have anything to relight it, but instead of, like, blowing on it, try to relight it, he just takes off in the darkness, and he, he fucking gets lost. And then he ends up at a well, or what he thinks is a well, and there's, like, air coming up from it. And then all of a sudden there's, like, this fucking demon thing chasing him. He's not quite sure. And then he ends up backtracking, comes up on the fucking stump of the torch, and then blows it back up. Yeah. It's like, why didn't you do that in the first place, you fuck? Yeah, well, how would you even be able to do it after that time? I don't know. That was another one of those plot devices that was a little stupid. And then uh, he's going through. And then what does he hear? More stupid noises. He's like, I better investigate that. And he sees a guy who's wrapped up in vines. And this guy is a blubbering idiot. He, uh, and like his eyes are blank and he's just like moaning in the worst agony ever. And he's just drooling. And he, but he, he says he looks like an idiot. Conan fucking chops the vine and the flower monster thing starts like, which was a cool because it turns out the flower monster thing, its roots are buried in hell. Yeah. So I thought he, that was pretty interesting. Yeah. So if he pulled up on the roots, he'd fucking bring hell with him and yeah. it, that'd be bad. So it was a good thing he cut the fucking flower monster, which attacked him. And then once the flower monster was dead, the victim comes to, and it turns out he's a grand sorcerer Ooh, wizard, wizard himself. Yeah. yeah. He's a, uh, kind of evil but not as evil as the one that the other thoth whatever he is that guy put him in the chamber he like fucking, 10 years ago yeah so the guy he's been in there for 10 years in the dark just getting his soul sucked on by this fucking plant but that has a lot of things that like how did you not starve to death why aren't you just well if you're a wizard and then another wizard is doing wizard things say, to you like you know it's I don't know maybe but, easy and maybe they're feeding him every yeah. couple of days. But then he had like kind of unsteady legs, but he's walking. And then another cool line is, uh, "Wouldn't you know it?" As they're walking through the dungeon, guess who comes upon them? The slithery snake again. <laughs> and uh, it turns out the snake's like this fucking demon hell monster. Uh, Conan's like, "Oh, I guess we're getting eaten now." But the snake stops in his tracks when it sees, because it's not looking at Conan, he's leading the way, it's looking at the wizard, and it's just like, fuck you, I'm out. Yeah. The snake just fucking slithers, slithers off all, you know, gaily or whatever it's doing. And uh, Conan's like, well, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the wizard has a cool line about, like, you know, you see my flesh as is, but it's, you know, the, the demon snake sees what's inside mm. or something his evil inside so it's like I'm a bit of a uh, you might not know this but I'm a bit of a big deal He's... I'm kind of a horrible monster myself <laughs> but since you let me go I won't kill you we're in revenge on this fuck <laughs> And then, uh, awesome scene. They go back to the, cause he's like, Conan's like, hey, how the hell do we get out? And another awesome line too. The, the wizard's like, there's only one way out. And if you decide to go the other way, you go down. Yeah. <laughs> and he's talking about going to hell. So they go back to the entrance with the dead eunuch. And, uh, Conan's like, well, this is 
you know, pointless. We're not going to be able to get out of here. And the wizard's like, hey, watch me do my shit, son. And he just fucking fucking reanimates the gross, fat, dead eunuch. And he's all... Which is so much better because he could just easily just like... Yes. Unlock the lock. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He's made the fat guy and his guts are hanging out and he's all gross and just disgusting. And he unlocks the door, lets him out. And then as they're running away, Conan hears his body just slump to the floor mm. like, you know, plunk. Uh, that was great. Then they go up and they drink some wine and have a nice bro moment. They mm. bro out real quick in the... In the because he finds out he's a king and that he's well, yeah, actually, he's reminded that Conan's the king, so he's like, "Oh, your Majesty," and then he gets this fucking demon hell monster. Because Conan, I has, like this thing too. Yeah. Conan has to go back to because while he was locked up for almost like a day or two, not long, but however long he is locked up, there, uh, the wizard and the two king guys, they're gonna take all his fucking land, yeah, like his kingdoms, like go to different cities and shit, and they're already there fucking shit up. Uh, as the wizard shows them on like a crystal ball. And then uh, he's like, I know how you'll get there faster because you'll never get there by horse. Comes giant demon fucking flying monster. Which is the picture? It was just like. Yeah, it's weird. It wasn't what I thought. Like, it, I thought it was kind of like a bat monster. But this thing's head was like fucking some kind of HP Lovecraft octopus it thing. It almost kind of looks like a weird, like, uh, sting, stingray kind of thing. It looks with like. A, with a weird mouth. Its head kind of looked like the Tremors monster's mouth. Like, or the Scarlack. Mm. Snarlack. Whatever it is. Like, you know, the fucking fangy gr- yeah. I don't know it's just fucking gross um, Conan's not very happy that he has to get on this thing but he does and then he uh, he goes back and the king one of the guys who's becoming you know took his spot as the king he's a big dickhead and they're already taxing everyone they move really quickly with like doubling the taxes killing all the merchants like fucking causing riots and doing all kinds of crazy shit I got lost a little bit here when I was yeah. describing some of the, like how the kingdoms work and stuff because it was very condensed. It was only one or two pages he talked about that. And I was like, what, what is happening? What I, what I got is Conan had men under him who should have been the king when, like, took over, but didn't. Because he doesn't have a son. Yeah, and, like, the people didn't, they didn't believe in them. And they just started, like, I well, the, they also thought he was dead, too, so they were just kind of, Well, like, they thought Conan was dead, yeah. but, like, the guy who's the, I forget his name, Treachero or something. Like, he was supposed to take over. He was trying to cool things down. But everyone was like a giant idiot. As soon as they found out Conan was dead, it was like, panic. <laughs> Everything's going bad. Loot, loot, loot. And they just go dumb. Like, I, I didn't understand that too much. But anyway, Conan finally comes back and rabbles up with some army and just... End of the day, he just fucks everybody up. He murders everybody. And uh, what happened to the wizard, though? He didn't murder the wizard, right? Or the sorcerer. Because he killed the kings in, like, this big battle. Because it was really cool. Because it was, like, a huge army against small army. But Conan's army, they were better archers. And they were just shooting and fucking up. And, and even so, there was only, like, less than 2,000 of them. And only, like, 500 lived. But they chased down all the other army yeah. and killed them once they were fleeing. Oh, no, that's what happened. Conan. Oh, was, how do I forget? It was the most awesome ending. Conan, on his black steed, chased yeah. the fucking... Uh, the sorcerer who was on like yeah, the fastest horse thing yeah. ever and they're like jumping barges across across yeah. the river and Conan still he catches up to him and he cuts off the fucking sorcerer's head yeah. and this evil demonic eagle comes flying down and takes the dude's head and flies off with it and the sorcerer's gross headless body starts chasing after it yeah and that's how it ends that was I, I like that in the picture too 
If the eagle, there's a picture of it, the eagle taking his head and flying yeah. off with it. I rather enjoyed that myself. Yeah, but again, more dungeon, a little less army battling. I would have been more satisfied with yeah. the story. Preferably not the black. Maybe just give that guy like a name, like a name you use or something. <laughs> I just that. So far, it seems like Howard uh, relegates black characters. If they're not just villains, they're evil dogs, yeah. and they're they're definitely like kind of like a lower life form, which probably is like the views of the thirties. Yeah, that's a little icky. Makes feel a little icky. You mentioned the next story because you started reading. It. I have yeah. not. What what one was that? The uh, Black Coast or something? Queen of the something. Queen of the Black Coast. Yeah. And then it's followed by the Black Colossus, and you you mentioned there might have been a little. Well, just in the names. So we thought that 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 would, was where it might you know. So far, does it seem like that's where it goes? Well, in the in the Queen one, they do mentioned because they they go to like this island and it's full of the the blacks. Oh. But just, like, they're just the blacks. Come on, man. <laughs> but like so far, it's not any of like how the the one guy was like a a naked, babbling like fool, like like you know what I mean, kind yeah. of guy. Yet, so like we'll see. Yeah, but I'm only like halfway through that story, so who knows? Ho- hopefully, the, the the idiotic evil villain as black guy was just like for that story. Maybe. We'll see. I, I've heard there's there's some things that might not please modern listeners or readers. But you know what? I mean, H.P. Lovecraft had a fucking story that was like just called the N-word or something. I <laughs> like, I'm not even joking. Like, it was it was fucking bad. I, I, I have not read that story. See, I, made, I could bet you I... Far. Yeah, I could... That's uh, no, not in the collection. Oh, you know? Surprise! They don't <laughs> put that in the H.P. Lovecraft collections. Let me see if I could... Uh, Ring up that name. We'll end the episode off of that. <laughs> oh, we'll end the episode off a of reading of a super racist story. <laughs> yeah, that, that I, I don't know why you would. Uh... Oh God, on the creation. Of, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> and just really, dude. What was the story though? He had a fucking story though that it was just. I'm pretty sure it was just like the N word. And I was like, you can't have. Like, even in the 20s, I feel like you'd get beat up for that. See, it's really hard to find on the old internet. Oh, that was a poem, and it was called "On the Creation of the N Word." It's uh, it's about semi-human figure filled with vice, and they called the thing. I'm sure you can imagine. So, as long as Robert E. Howard doesn't have any of that kind of dialogue going on in these stories, we'll be a little better off. Anyway, if you folks want to check out. What we write. 